Well, good morning and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a vision for you big book study. My name is Jen A. and I am a recovered compulsive overeater in Littleton, Colorado. Today is Wednesday, October 6, 2021. This is the 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time Big Book Study. We're reading from the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous, Chapter 7, Working with Others. We're on page 89, and we're on the second paragraph. It begins with, life will take on new meaning. And we're going to read that one paragraph only, ending with the bright spot of our lives. Today's readers are Team Wednesday. We have 12 Steps with Davil and E, 12 Traditions with Allison C. The reader of the text today will be Marge O. Our closing reader is Dara L, and our backup reader is Nia CC. The newcomer greeter will be Chris G, and our second hour moderator is Leah S. Thanks for serving. The reference numbers for yesterday, Wednesday, October 5th, 2021, are the following. 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time is 17,866. That's 17866. And the 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time is 17,868. 17868. This is the OA preamble. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. This is our sole purpose. OA's fifth tradition states that each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At a Vision for You Big Book study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I'll now ask Davlin E. to read the 12 steps. Good morning. My name is Davlin E. and I am living gratefully and joyfully in recovery in Manitoba, Canada. The 12 Steps of Overeaters Anonymous. We admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Step two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Step three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Step four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Step five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Step six, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Step seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Step eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Step nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Step 10, continued to take personal inventory and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Step 11, 
sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. And step 12, having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. I pass. Thank you. I will now ask Allison C. to read the 12 traditions. Um, good morning. This is Allison C. from North Carolina. The 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is the desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, an OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise lest problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professionals, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. Ten, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues, hence the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. Eleven, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. Twelve, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Um, Thank you, I pass. Thank you, Allison. This is how our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then we stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature as we are discussing, and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year, for readers is six months, and there is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, you'll press star one to unmute. Once you're done sharing, let us know by saying pass, then press star one to mute your phone again. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speaker should be muted. So today we resume our study of the chapter working with others, that's chapter seven. It's on page 89 of the big book, And the paragraph begins with, life will take on new meaning. So I will now ask Marge O. to begin reading. Good morning. Thank you for your service and for allowing me to do service today. Marge O. recovered in Massachusetts. Life will take on new meaning. To watch people recover, to see them help others, to watch 
loneliness vanish, to see the fellowship <clears throat> grow up about you, and to have a host of friends. This is an experience you must not miss. We know you will not want to miss it. Frequent contact with newcomers and with each other is the bright spot of our lives. This paragraph and this whole this whole chapter, I was taught this is the crown jewel of 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 the twelfth steps. That this is the one that if we've been working our steps and working with the sponsor and doing our readings and writings and um, sharing as we go forward, that this is the one that will keep us basically on track in the program and discovering constantly. That's what I find for me, that I'm discovering new things constantly about myself, about others, about ways to approach life, and also how important it is to do our sponsoring, to call a newcomer, leave a message if they don't pick up, just to say welcome, even to text them and say welcome. Because this loneliness that they speak of, for me, I think that you could, for me, I could have 10 people around all talking and being a part of something and still feel that loneliness because the people that I was hanging about with had no idea about compulsive overeating and what a program could do for you. And neither did I until I came to Overeaters Anonymous. I'm a fortunate soul in the fact that I got that instinctive insight about going ahead and sponsoring and and being available and taking phone calls and we used to call them trouble calls many, many years ago when someone just wanted to call and talk a little bit or share a trouble or just say, hi, I'm in trouble. Could I talk to you for a few minutes and avoid what was ever calling to them? We used to use that expression a lot. The food was calling me to me. And at this point in my program, you know, by the time I got to the 12 steps, I was so keenly aware of that loneliness, and I didn't want to suffer from it anymore. I wanted to be able to be, you know, as it says in here, you know, men among men. I'm a woman. I wanted to be a woman among women, but I wanted to be able to say out loud, I'm a compulsive overeater. I don't eat that because I choose not to today. Um, I used to say sometimes when people would really, oh, you're never going to do it? No, just for today. But... For today, to stay in touch with others is is just what my sponsor taught me. It's the crown jewel, and it's uh, it's my happy place talking to other compulsive overeaters who don't want to suffer anymore. And a day at a time, I found I don't have to suffer, and I don't have to be lonely, and I can be honest. And with that, I pass. And thank you again for allowing me to do service today. I pass. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Marge O. Appreciate you. So we value everyone's experience on the line this morning. We ask that you limit your share to every third day in order that others might share their experience too. So who would like to share on this awesome paragraph this morning? Rick J. Carmella. Tessa Q. Charles H. Nancy P. Carmella. Dara O. Reggie O. Charles. Lynn B. Reva P. Okay, let's take a pause. And there's somebody, 
out there who's trying to say their name that was between Carmela and Charles. Who was it? Tina S. Did you get me, Jen? Nope. I was looking for, there's a soft little voice in between Rick and Carmela and Charles. Did you um, get Katie L. Tina F. All right. So this is who I have, and we'll see if that person gets back in. Um, I have Rick J. Tina F. Carmela, Charles. I have Reggie, Tina S., and Katie. We'll start with that line up. So I have Rick Elena J. C. Go right ahead. Elena C. Thank please. you. I heard you, Elena. I left a spot for you. You'll be after Charles. Thank you. All right, Rick J. Go right ahead. Good morning, Jen. Uh, this is Rick J. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater in Cary, North Carolina. And um, yeah, good to, good to be here and uh, living a life that's taken on new meaning. Uh, by uh, working this step and and that's just a reality for me it's it's one of those beautiful promises and and of course for me the promises are simply you know descriptions of how we transform in in the spiritual awakening process as we go through these steps you know this is how our life changes this is how we change to uh to watch people recover to see them help others you know i was one of those people that would um you know go through the steps and then fade back into into the darkness and i would come out in the light a little bit and then i would go back into the darkness and a very dear friend of mine told me one time if if i don't if i don't stay and if i don't work steps 10 11 and 12 and really dive in and working with with people i'm not going to stay abstinent and uh that ended up being true for me and for the last couple of years, I've, I've been doing that. Simply, I've been doing what other people have been doing. That, uh, that experience that we must not miss, and I love that there's a, a must there. <laughs> it's that feeling of having a sense of purpose. It's that, that connection with someone that, where God shows up in, in this connection. You know, that spiritual map, one plus one equal three, because when I'm connecting with you, God's there. And these steps that we're going through together are coming alive for me like they did the first time I worked them. And uh, um, the frequent contact with newcomers and each other, sadly not, you know, the newcomers, sometimes they they don't stay to become, you know, the category of each other, <laughs> you know, I, I was a newcomer and now I'm, I'm just like sort of with each other. These are the people that I contact all the time and they're a part of my life. And if, if someone doesn't stay, you know, I pray for them and I, I wish everybody would, but that was not my reality for a long time. And it's not everybody's, but to stay, to become the, the fellowship with each other, to be recovered, to be, Working this program with each other, it's like going down that road. It's this incredible adventure. I, I love to think of it as adventures in the fourth dimension because this is where life is. It's like this incredible adventure, and, and to be able to do it with each other is amazing. It is the bright spot. Walking on the beach, you look at a shell, you pick it up, it's got this glow to it. You know, and then after you take it home and it's just sitting on a shelf somewhere, it just sort of fades, right? And uh, that, for me, it's it's like 
that fellowship is is that that magical sort of shine it has from from the ocean that it's connected to and i want to just stay there i want to be glowing <laughs> with the other shells on Fine, the please. with that i pass thanks buddy all right thanks rick j from north carolina up next we have carmela followed by charles good morning carmela g thank you so much this is carmela g grateful from grateful recover compulsive overeater from new york Oh, this sums it up. This sums up why I work this program and live in this program, working these steps every day, no matter what, because life has taken on a new meaning. And loneliness, I don't know, In no matter... How tough life can be, and life can be tough. I'm not saying life's not going to be tough because we're in program. Life can be really tough. But to be out of self and there to hold someone's hand because my higher power, he's not just holding my hand, he's hugging me. His words are carrying me. His love is carrying me through some horrific times. And I'm no longer holding my family as hostages and insisting that I be the center of their world. I'm quiet and I'm peaceful. And I'm full of love because of all of my higher powers work on me and all that I can give to others and what I receive back. And this fellowship is just an extension of my family. And the beauty and joy that this program gives me through working these steps is beyond beyond what I ever thought possible. And food or my actions never brought me to this place. And so I wish you all a beautiful day and thank you all for being on this meeting. And we are one, led by a power greater than ourselves. And I pass. Thanks, Carmela G. from New York. Up next, we have Charles and then Elena C. Good morning, Charles. Good morning, Jen. Um, thank you for your service. So, uh, you know, I just had a thought. This is an amazing paragraph. It's an amazing book. So if, we, if I go around Jack and this is my favorite paragraph, I'm such an idiot because the whole book is my favorite paragraph, my favorite line, my favorite word. Um, we happen to just be on page 89. And, you know, I had a thought that, you know, I don't get paid for, for I, I, don't, I don't get props for going to work. I get paid for going to work. This is sort of like a bonus. You know, I have a, a, I'm in a newcomer that, that, that's struggling, and we're on the phone all day, you know, and, I, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm saying, hey, why don't you come to a vision for you? You hear a powerful message. Not because I'm a cheerleader for it, because life takes on a, 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 a new meaning, because I, 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 I would like to pass on the good news, the gospel. Um, 
for someone to hear. And, you know, the person, the newcomer talks to me about, you know, I'm struggling with a sponsor. You know, I've had about 15 sponsors. Um, maybe it's not the sponsor's fault. Life will take on a new meaning when, when you carry a candid message to someone and say, hey, you know what, it's your fault. You're not, you're not going to work. So, therefore, you're not getting paid. So, you know, as, you know, my predecessors, and not my, let me not say that, my spiritual leaders in my life, because I was one of those dudes that didn't like authority, didn't like nobody to tell me what to do, they teach me that this disease is permanent, progressive, and fatal. And if I don't do more than I did yesterday, it's going to come up from behind and kill me in active addiction. So that healthy fear that I have um, makes me work these steps like my hair's on fire, except some things that I don't like, right? Um, you know, I've gone through racism, COVID-19, a boss that want to get me fired through these steps. Life will take on a new meaning. It does. I miss y'all. I used to hate Zoom. I love Zoom. Um, I love the tradition. I love talking with newcomers. It's a bright spot in my life. I just love it so much. And I tell anybody about this meeting. I may not scream from the rooftop. I may, I may not go to the OA birthday party and, and show vision for you cards. But I definitely talk with people one-on-one -on -one and be like, hey, you need to come to this meeting. You need a good, you need a recovered sponsor. You need to come on, a, come on the line at 8.50 a.m. And, and announce your name. Why? Because this works. It works. It really does. So with that, I'll pass. Thanks, Charles. Up next, Elena C., followed by Reggie O., Tina S., Katie G., Liz E., and Nancy P. Here we go. Good morning, everyone. Can I be heard, Elena C.? Yes, you can. Go right ahead. Thank you. Um, my name is Elena C., a gratefully recovered compulsive overeater from Greer, South Carolina. Um, and, I mean, I'm just so touched by this paragraph as I'm touched by the entire book. Um, the entire, this, the words of the big book are jewels, are gold, and they just get, if you, if I'm willing, they get just straight to my heart. And, you know, my meaning of life before the 12th step, as an adult child of an alcoholic, was to continue to lose myself into the problems of others by fixing the and changing, wanting to fix and change the unfixable and the unchangeable, wanting my alcoholics to stop drinking, want, wanting my boss to not be so mean. That was the meaning of life. And, you know, and I didn't do it. If I did it, I did it, and I didn't get the result that I wanted, then I did the same thing, just better. So the meaning of life as an addict uh, of food uh, is a compulsive overeating was to like go and have that primary relationship with the food of my choice, the food of my addiction, and um, just kill myself without unconsciously. I had no idea that I'm killing myself. Now, let's just make a turn turnaround because the 12 step of recovery, they brought a new meaning of my life. The meaning of my life is to continue to grow in the beautiful, healing relationship with my the higher power of my understanding and that and the high this relationship will be ever evolving transforming it does not stay the same why because every single day when i'm willing and when i hear you guys 
you know, I get closer to my higher power and I get another quality from this relationship. I, I get I get more healing. I get another value in this relationship. And you know, and another meaning is that I'm not supposed to keep it to myself what I it was so freely and lovingly given to me from you guys, from my sponsor, from my amazing higher power. I need to continue to spread it in the universe. And the fellowship grow up about me, not me as a self-centered, me together with my higher power. And, and this fellowship, that's another meaning of my life, to stay in my God squad, to stay, continue to spread the, the message to my, my sponsees, continue to stay with those who are recovered, those who want to recover, and pray for those who are still suffering uh, from this deadly disease. And thank you so much for listening with that. Thanks, Elena C. Up next, we have Reggie O. followed by Tina S. Hey, good morning. Did you just say Reggie O? I did. Go right ahead, Reggie. <laughs> thank you. I was unmuting, and then I thought, oh, is it really my turn? Um, <clears throat> good morning. And I just, I think I'm losing my voice. <clears throat> but thank you for your service and everybody that shared this morning. My name is Reggio, and I'm very gratefully recovered from compulsive eating today. Living in Texas, and boy, this is, these promises are totally amazing. Um, and the first promise is, you know, immunity from drinking intensively, or, or for me, immunity from compulsive overeating, um, which is which is amazing in and of itself. But if that were it, I mean, I would just be not eating and living the life I was living before. But life takes on new meaning, you know, and this part, there's so much in here that, that talks to me, but when I first heard the reader this morning, I was thinking of this time I was in this um, workshop uh, ongoing year-long uh, development program, leadership development program with a lot of people, and I remember one day in there standing up and saying, you know, uh, I need an army of people behind me. Don't know where that came from out of my mouth. I could, you know, I could, I could get into it and know, but I need an army of people behind me. And you know, I, I was sitting here thinking, I, I, and the people here have an army of people behind us. We have thousands of people. Be, I have thousands of people behind me on this phone call from all over the world, which is absolutely amazing. And we're all here with a common purpose, you know, and that common purpose is not only to <clears throat> refrain from compulsive overeating, but to, to get a new life, you know, a new life that is God-centered, others-centered, out of the self-centeredness, which is just so, oh my gosh, so restrictive and so small. And uh, But that's what, that's what happens, you know. That's what life is, for me anyway, until I really got this recovery. And, and I used to think, well, I used to take responsibility for sponsees, you know, it's, it's up to me if they eat or up to me if they do this or don't. It's not up to me. My, my job is to be there for them and to share with them. It takes it and it takes the load off. Um, <clears throat> it takes the load off and allows the giving to come forth. And, you know, it's such a joy. Uh, it really is such a joy now to me to to talk to my sponsees and 
and, and listen to their lives, you know, which is not, you know, it's not always rosy. We know that, but they're working it and to see the bright spots and life does take on new meaning <clears throat> and loneliness does vanish. And I was a very lonely person, no matter how many people or how many groups I was in or around, I was lonely in those groups. And loneliness vanishes and I have an army of people behind me. We all do here and I will pass with that. Thanks, Reggio from Texas. Up next is Tina S. down in Florida and then KDG up in Boston. Thanks so much, Jen. Um, Tina S. recovered compulsive eater, anorexic in Florida. Wow, what a great meeting. You know, so many good shares. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm one that's always shaking my head up and down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm so grateful that I, this is where I belong, you know. And, you know, what I like to think is that life finally took on meaning. You know, because when I got here, I didn't have any meaning in my life. You know, I didn't want to live any longer. And today I do, you know, and it is, you know, when I read this, I get chills. To watch people recover, to see them help others, to watch loneliness vanish, to see a fellowship grow up about you, to have a host of friends. I didn't come here looking for any of that. You know, the good news is a God bigger than myself has offered that to me. You know, all I have to do are simple few, a few simple things, and, and that is, you know, following the 12 steps, having a transformation that comes about so that I'm a dis- different person, so that I can be available for the people in the rooms just like they're available for me, you know, so I can give it away. You know, one of the things that I love is that if, if I don't give this thing away, I am not going to keep it. You know, that is just the truth, you know, and uh, and it, it there's so much hope in this paragraph for people just coming in and, and say this is the first time somebody's been on the line, you know, and they hear this paragraph. What hope that someday, some way through the 12 steps, I could have this thing, too, you know, and frequent contact with newcomers and with each others. It certainly is a bright spot of my life today. You know, when I first came in, it wasn't, but to say it is, you know, sometimes it just baffles me, the different person that I am, you know, but that's the good news for me and others, that I'm no longer that same person, that I no longer have to do those same things, and that today I can be free, and I love it was shared one day at a time. If I continue to do this stuff, I continue to get it, and with that, I'll pass. Thanks. Thanks, Tina. All right, so we're just going to take a pause. If you just got on with us this morning, I just want to let you know where we're reading. We're in Chapter 7, entitled Working with Others, the big book, page 89, and we're reading just one paragraph that begins with, Life Will Take on New Meeting. Um, Up next, I have Katie G., followed by Liz E. Good morning, Katie. Hey, Jen. Good morning. Katie G., Recovered Compulsive Eater in Boston. Thanks for taking the meeting. My life had no meaning. The meaning of my life was to be thin. I wanted to binge my brains out and be thin. I was a lone wolf like Bill. I had no friends and I had no bright spot in my life. The 12 steps, the 12 step is in three parts, right? Having had a spiritual awakening. So I have to recognize and concede to myself that I have an allergy of the body and an obsession of the mind, which will be treated by these 12 steps if I choose and am able to put down all ingredients and behaviors that I'm allergic to and go through the steps. I will have a spiritual awakening from that um, abnormal adverse condition I have. We tried to carry this message. Okay, so what is the message? 
the message that has been so articulated and taught to me is that I'm a compulsive eater. I'm an anorexic. I'm a bulimic. I'm hard, hard, hardcore, 228 pounds, 110 pounds. You ask, you did it. I did it too, right? Um, but today, I don't suffer from compulsive eating. Um, and frequent, habitual contact with newcomers and with each other is the bright spot of our lives. Um, I could cry hearing all you this morning. Uh, I came into the rooms at age 27 and I had nothing. I had absolutely nothing. And uh, I have a beautiful life today, but um, you all are the bright spot of my life. And they all know you and you all know me. And um, what's so important is that if you want a friendship circle, that's not what this is about. We are absolutely friends, but we're more than friends because we have a common problem, allergy of the body, obsession of the mind, and a common solution, right? And so I have friends who I do 10 steps with, and they say to me, no, mm -mm, that's not acceptable, no. I am not cured. I am a recovered for today compulsive eater, and I still wake up with bad breath in the morning, still have to do step 10s, still have to do steps one through nine. I still weigh and measure my food. I commit it. My body has not changed. I don't all of a sudden not have an allergy. I work my program every day. Why? Because the grace of God has given that to me. And so I have friends who help me get unblocked. And then what do I do? I call my sponsees. I call, I call the newcomers. And I am privileged to, to trudge with you all. I can't thank you enough because you've given me a life. I have burned through thousands of lives. And I get to show up today no matter what happens. And then show up again tomorrow. God willing, I heard the ding. And with that, I do pass. Thanks, Katie. Up next is Liz E. followed by Nancy P. Good morning, Liz. Good morning. Uh, Liz E. Elegant from the UK. Uh, Jen, thank you for your service. Um, wow. Um, for anybody who's shy on sharing or new, I'm not really sure what I'm going to say. I've asked God to help me. And it's just so important for me to show up and share and be present in this meeting. Sponsorship for me and working with others is the transformational piece that has really made a significant difference. And the really important part to remember is that my recovery is dependent upon no one. So if, unfortunately, sponsees uh, fall away or whatever, then I must not learn not to take that personally, but to share and grow and um, but it is just such a, a privilege and a gift to watch people recover and to see and to be able to help them and to help the loneliness vanish. And that is applied to me. Um, I'm redoing the steps at the moment and really looking into my character defects and what those character defects and how they have really, really prevented me from living in love and tolerance because today my code needs to be love and tolerance to all and um this morning um i've had a bit of a head fit because my daughter's bedroom's a tip and full of dirty laundry and i've prayed about it and god wants me to just do it lovingly not go mad at her when she gets home but um 
and so it's about doing life differently. It's about um, having love and tolerance as a code. Um, I'm not feeling particularly brilliant, so I'm going to leave it there. Thanks a million. Bye. Thanks, Liz E. All right. Up next is Nancy P. And then after Nancy, I'll take another list of names. Good morning, Nancy. Hey, Jen. Can I be heard? I've been having trouble with my mute. Am I there? Yeah, you're good. Okay. Okay. All right. Hi. Good morning, everybody. Nancy P. from West Newton, Massachusetts, right next to Boston. This whole step is just amazing. But this paragraph, like somebody else said, is the only one that you need for your entire life. Um, every paragraph is that. But um, there are three promises to watch loneliness vanish, to see a fellowship grow up about you, and to have a host of new friends. And I was so cold. I, I just, you know, I was shivering in my loneliness, in my lack of friends, and especially, especially, I was, you know, both shivering and burning with jealousy over all the women who enjoyed fellowship and seemed to be just vibrating with the joy of it. Um, you know, I sat in meetings for 47 years thinking, how come them and not me? How come her and not me? And if anyone did take their own courage in both hands and dare to greet me at a meeting, you know, hi, Nancy. You know, all I did was turn my death glare on them and that took care of that. So I had no fellowship. And, you know, it says we, we know to have a fellowship spring up about you, we know you will not want to miss it. And I used to think, speak for yourself. You know, I don't need anybody. I don't want anybody. And at the same time, I'm like, oh, my God, how come I have no friends? Like, it was a mystery to me. And, you know, to say that these promises are the bright spot of my life today is a vast understatement because this is where the bright spot starts, right? And it blares out over every other part of my life. It's like sunshine. It just it covers everything. And, you know, today I'm recovered and I depend on my buddy to keep me safe and you know, I talk to people all the time. I mean, it, it, you, cannot under, you cannot overstate the importance of fellowship. You cannot understate the importance of fellowship. It is what saved me. It is what kept me sane, you know, when, I, when you know, my whole life and my family's life hit the fan and, and disintegrated or potentially disintegrated. And so it says right here, frequent contact with, new, with newcomers and with each other is the bright spot of our lives. And when I first got into this, into vision and started working with my vision sponsor, I used to call every single newcomer every single day. That's what kept me sane. And then I got to know people. And, you know, I made a lot of calls, so I got a lot of calls. And today I'm just floating on fellowship. And, um, you know, whenever I talk to someone, someone calls me up or, you know, if I call somebody and, you know, we'll say goodbye at the end or whatever, and they'll say thank you, um, you know, thank you so much. And I always say the same thing. You can take this to the bank, whatever you're getting out of it. And I sincerely hope you're getting something out of it. I am getting 50 times more out of it. And that is absolutely the truth. And everybody can take that to the bank. And please, anybody, anybody, everybody, call me, call me, call me. I love calls. And with that, I'll pass. Awesome. Thanks, Nancy P. All right. So now we're going to take another list of names. I think we have time for about five more people. Dara we do L. value everyone's and we do value Sorry. everyone's experience on the line. So we ask that you limit your share to every third day in order that others might share their experience too. So go right ahead. Reva P. Nancy L. Nancy C. Gara L. Gary and K. Okay, let me tell you who I heard. I heard Dara L., Reva P., Rust M., and then um, Darian K. I missed somebody in there though. We'll see if we have time for all of you. Who was the last person? 
All right, well, we'll stop there and see what happens. Dara L., Reva P., Russ M., and Darian K. Good morning, Dara. Go right ahead. Great. Thanks so much. This is Dara L. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater in Philadelphia. And uh, just uh, listening to the meeting this morning, I'm just like weeping. And um, and it's not sad tears. I'm so uh, grateful, like just so freaking grateful. Um, and thinking about how I used to be and how empty and dead on the inside um, I used to feel. And I didn't, I didn't understand the meaning of life. I was just so shattered inside and it had nothing to do with my external circumstances. Like I have been binging and purging and starving and over-exercising whether everything around me was good or whether it was bad. I didn't, I didn't understand. I hated myself so much and I hated the people who loved me, you know, like, and I hated the people who hated me. I just, I hated everyone, including, um, including God, you know, and I didn't, life was meaningless, I believed, and I was waiting to die. And, um, and I, and I don't know, it's amazing to me that um, first I could come into this program, as it was shared, put down the alcoholic foods and behaviors that were blocking me from God, like just blocking me, um, making me so hollow on the inside, a shell of myself, you know, and for me, and I believe others like me, like there is no way to connect with God or with the meaning of life when, when we're drugged, when we're, you know, um, dying and killing ourselves with food. So, um, so I had to put that down first and then work the steps. And somewhere around step five, when I really began to share authentically of myself with another person and be met with love um, and understanding, it was like, oh my God, I, I finally started to get it, you know, and then to continue working the steps and to be able to give that away, you know, not just in 12-step work, but in 10-step work. And I mean, it, it's amazing. Like, I feel like we as addicts get to be saved in this lifetime and, and nobody gets that. Like, it's it's just, I feel so blessed and so honored. And it's crazy to me that I can take it for granted because I can every day. I forget the miracle that I've recovered four times in this program and that God has, like, dragged me out of hell, you know, and brought me into heaven on earth. And I, and I, I can take that for granted. And I'm so grateful, not just for this paragraph, but for the experience of being able to live it every single day and fail and get up and live it again and, you know, aim for spiritual perfection and settle for human progress. And I'm just so touched and so honored um, to be a part of trudging. I, you know, sometimes it feels like trudging. I think sometimes it feels like skipping. Sometimes it feels like, um, I don't know, just living. Like, I'm, I'm grateful that today, um, and I heard my own timer, I'm grateful that today I get to live um, and I get to find meaning even in something that I used to find so meaningless. Um, and with that, I'll pass. And thanks for your service. Thank you, Dara L. Up next is Reva P. followed by Darian K. Go ahead, Reva. Good morning. This is Reva P. Grateful, recovered, compulsive overeating, compulsive overeater. Um, wow. Um, so new meaning, not known before. I never knew this before. Um, I never knew this kind of experience. Um, what was the meaning of my life before? It was all about me, me, my body, 
my food, my, my, I, I, I. Um, yeah, I, I can't even put into words what they already have in words. Um, but what strikes me the most is watch, see, watch, see. I stick around long enough, I do the work, and I get to watch and see what God can do. I watch the powers of example, the transformation, the people who work the steps with food down, these are not the same people. I get to witness, I get to bear witness to this transformation, transformation way beyond the body, transformation, like it says, uh, mind, thought, like you look at the person, they are not the same person. I actually had the experience where I walked into a meeting, hadn't seen somebody in years. They were in disease for a long, long time. Walked in, I could barely recognize, just like when Bill saw Ebby, that same experience. And I get the privilege of seeing this transformation. And the word that strikes me is bright, giving off light, reflecting light. It's like somebody put a spark in me and I get to ignite that spark and pass the flame to somebody else and it's like light. We see the light of what this power, whether I call it God or whatever, can do. And yeah, what what a mir- we get to witness living, breathing miracles. Um and if that's not something that can give meaning, I don't know what is. And loneliness, you know, I could, be, I could have been surrounded by lots of people before program and still be super feeling alone. It's that connection. We connect at a level that's beyond. Um, so I am just so grateful for, yeah, the opportunity to bear witness, to watch, stick around, see what God can do. I can't always see it in myself, but I can definitely see it in others and I get to contribute a small part to lighting the spark, lifting the shade. And I love the word vanish. It doesn't just decrease. It's just gone. You know, the darkness is just gone. Um, and, um, yeah, what a miracle. And ditto to everything that everybody else has shared. And with that, I pass. Thank you, Reva P. Up next, we have Darian K. And then we'll be able to take a couple more names. Go ahead, Darian. Hi there, Jim. Can you hear me Okay. Yes, go right ahead. Oh, good, good. I'm probably going to lose you because I'm on this beautiful mountain road with no no service. But um, just want to just chime in to say, yeah, the, the beauty of taking people through the steps, seeing them grow, going from, you know, despair and hopelessness um, to hopeful and shining, um, you know, And we lost you. Shoot. My All boyfriend. right, Darian. Did you? Darian, can you hear me? Yeah. No, you're cutting Thanks. out. You went in and out. I'm cutting out. Okay. I'll stop there. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Have an awesome day. Thanks for getting on this morning. All right. So um, and we're able to take a couple more names. Uh, who would like to share? Who hasn't? Nancy L. Patty M. Marie M. Nancy L. and Patty M. All right, go right ahead, Nancy L. and then Patty M. will follow you. Good morning, and thank you so much, uh, Jan, for this wonderful meeting. Um, I agree with what... Looks like we lost you, Nancy. Press star one again. 
see if you could press star one okay. for us. We can't hear you. Okay. You uh, think, can you get me now? Yes, go right ahead. Now? Okay. Uh, yep. Some, yeah. Uh, Nancy L. recovered today from my compulsive eating, living in the state of Georgia. Um, I love I love what I've heard. I've just enjoyed so much hearing the wonderful recovery from so many people. And I thank you for your share. And Jan, thank you for your service here this morning. Um, I'm like the other folks who've said, it's not just this paragraph, it's this entire book. This entire book, since I've been on vision, has brought me a sense of recovery that I never knew. Um, So today, I am living in contentment, no longer discontent, no more irritable. (laughs) I was so irritable, I don't know how anybody stood to be around me, could hardly stand myself. But I'm no longer that irritable person. Uh, And all of that has come about because of these 12 steps. And because of people sponsoring me and listening to me and then other people giving me the opportunity to share their journey. Um, I just get strengthened by each, each time I get to speak with someone who's a newcomer in the program or struggling with their program because I struggle too. I've been in this program for seven years, but I'm not, I don't have seven years of clean eating. But I do have about two years, and I'm thankful for that. And I was thankful to visit my doctor, and he says, I sure like the way these numbers look. And I thought, I know where that's coming from. It's coming from my program. So I thank you for being here, everyone, for sharing, and I will pass. Have a nice day. Thanks, Nancy L. Up next, we have Patty M. Go right ahead, Patty. Good morning to you. Um, so I'm Patty D, and I I think maybe that's oh, perfect. <laughs> Thank you so much for the correction. Go ahead, Patty. Hi, my name is Patty. I am a compulsive overeater bulimic, and this is my second time at this meeting. I wanted to thank all the people that reached out. Last week, when I announced I was a newcomer, I still get calls, and I'm like, what is happening? (laughs) So that's super awesome. I am struggling. Um, I am having a hard time finding a sponsor. Um, For me, it's very helpful if the sponsor has had recovery with bulimia because it's a – it's such a big part of my disease, and um, I can I get so much help from people about compulsive overeating for sure. But there is that component that um, I really look for for someone to understand. At least in my you know I'm like can barely keep a week together. So um, I know that you guys have my phone number, but I just wanted to say it. Can I just say it again? I don't know how this Actually, um, I'm going to – this is a recorded line. So, Patty, I'm going to ask that you wait till the second uh, hour 
at the end, we're going to give out sponsors' names and numbers, mm -hmm. and those are people that are available to sponsor you. So we'd love okay. to be of service to you. Patty D., what state are you from, please, and thank you? Chicago. Or Illinois. Okay. If you're... Okay. <laughs> if you're on the member list, then others can find you as well. So we thank you for speaking up. Thanks for coming to the meeting today, and thanks for sharing, Patty. But stick around for that second hour, and you can find a sponsor at the end. They'll give a list of names and numbers. Okay? For sure. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for speaking up. All right. So we have time for one more share. Anybody feel like a burning desire to get in there? Kathy M.? Go for it, Kathy. Take us out. Uh, hi, I'm a close reader to Kathy from Massachusetts. Uh, recovery today, and uh, grateful. Thanks for taking my call, and uh, thanks for everybody out there. Um, I'm um, fairly new in recovery, and and started sponsoring, and just uh, um, just feel pretty nervous about it. But I just keep doing it, and keep doing it, and keep doing it, and uh, um, uh, you know, I. I um, the women I'm sponsoring, I, I sponsored uh, or guided through the steps. I, I, I don't know how many of them have made it through, but, but I, I keep going because what was that still, you know, like, uh, you know, maybe you didn't get them sober, but, but you're, you're sober. And, and for a certain, every time I sponsor someone, it, it helps me in my program. And, um, you know, I wish the best to everyone, and, and thanks for taking my call, and have a good day. All right. Thanks, yeah. Kathy. And yeah, thank you so much, Kathy. I'm from Massachusetts. All right. Two more minutes. Who wants two minutes? Anybody? Joanne W. Go ahead, Joanne. Thanks for speaking up. Thank you. My name is Joanne W. from Pennsylvania, compulsive overeater and sugar addict. Um, just want to thank everybody for all their shares. And, um, the, the 12th step of um, meditation and, well, I mean, carrying out the message. I mean, when I came into this meeting, came into OA and 12 steps, it was that lonely feeling, and I'm still struggling with reaching out to people when I am struggling or reaching out to the newcomers, something that I'm struggling with. I mean, I have one, um, my food sponsors, I mean, helping me, but just want to thank you for all the, and everybody that shares about having something to say or reaching out, and so thank you, and I pass. All right, well, thank you, and that's a great way to end our meeting with gratitude. What an awesome promises paragraph. And a great meeting this morning. Thanks so much for everybody showing up, for doing service, for listening, and just being here also. So now what we're going to do is we're going to transition. Um, I want to give you the share ID for today's meeting. So today is Wednesday, October 6, 2021, Eastern Standard Time, 7 a.m. And the share ID is 17,876. That's 17876. We're now going to close with a reading from the big book on page 164, followed by the serenity prayer. Um, Dara L., can you please read a vision for you? Yes, absolutely. Um, this is Dara L., still a recovered compulsive eater in Philadelphia. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. 
We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously, you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then.